guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is great to have you here this week on the Love Well podcast. I hope that you are doing well. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, um, however you spent it. And I hope everyone, hope everyone's healthy and uh, that you guys are, you guys are all hanging in. Uh, before we dive into uh, into this week, you know, I was uh, just just thinking uh, about uh, you know kind of where we've where we've been uh, with this podcast and, and different things, and I just want to say thanks for uh, thanks for all of you that are listening and, and paying attention and checking things out. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks to all of you that uh, faithfully you know, share this podcast out and, uh, and all that good stuff. I uh, want to encourage you if you haven't yet, uh, to go ahead and subscribe to, uh, uh, you can go there and drop your email address in and, uh, you know, subscribe, uh, everything I write, uh, everything I create gets dropped right into your inbox. Uh, Monday through Friday, you will get the knee-jerk devotional, and uh, that's the text version. It includes the audio podcast and the video cast of of the knee-jerk devotional. Uh, and then for a little longer, you're going to get two long-form podcasts each week. And that's uh, this one, Sunday on a Monday, and uh, also Beyond Sunday School. And uh, those those come out Monday and Thursday. I would love to invite you to also join me with my friend Mike Tuesday nights for Doubt on Tap. We uh, we're hosting those conversations right now on our Discord server, the Simple Theologian Discord server. Uh, Eight o'clock Tuesday nights, conversation about everything, things that matter, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, if you're somebody who's always been like, "Man, I would love to come and and be a part of that conversation," but I live too far away. Now is your chance. Uh, just jump in, uh, jump on the Discord and and be a part of that. I'll include a link to our Discord server uh, in the show notes today. So hopefully that'll be. Helpful. Uh, and then the other thing that we're doing uh, on that Discord server is uh, hosting a, a virtual book club Thursday nights, 9.30 p.m. We are talking about amusing ourselves to death. And, uh, man, you can you can grab the information uh, for that book uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, even if you, you know, where I think we'll be on uh, Chapter 5 uh, this week. And so... Uh, you know, don't worry about having missed other chapters. Uh, they're all pretty standalone, and you can get the book super cheap on Amazon. So, you know, jump in, join with us, be a part of of uh, of our virtual community. And it's pretty fun to see some of the conversations and relationships that are being built, uh, you know, online. And that's kind of the new way uh, right now until we, until we get a vaccine and and all of that, uh, I would love, love to see you online and a part of those conversations. Also, uh, our missional communities with the Acts 13 Network have been moved online as well. Uh, we're currently doing those Sundays at 7 o'clock uh, via Zoom. So if you want to check that out, see what that's all about, uh, and, and you know, 
please, please join us. Uh, that information you can find on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash X 13 network. It's, it's right there. Uh, you know, the week, uh, the week of the, of our online gathering, uh, the, all the zoom information gets dropped on the Facebook page. So you can always check that out Sundays and, uh, and be a part of that conversation as well. All right. Uh, yeah. So I think, I think that is, that is it. Um, so, you know, one of the things that has, that has really, uh, ham, kind of been hammered home in my own head and heart, uh, over the, over the last, I don't know, few years is the reality that loving well is not something that we can just talk about, right? It, it can't just be words. It can't just be a hashtag. It can't just be, um, uh, the title of a podcast or a blog. It's, it's, it's gotta be lived. Too many people think that they can talk about loving, but that will ultimately, uh, that'll ultimately be found out as, is empty, right? My, my buddy Todd talks about this. He calls it performative activism. You know, we all, we all hit the like button. We, we signed the digital petition. We dropped the hashtag, you change your profile picture, uh, man, all that is all that's so empty. It's so vaporous, right? It just doesn't it doesn't mean a whole lot of anything, guys. Performative activism, it's just that. It's a performance. It's an act. It's it's hypocritical, really. And, and that's you know, that word hypocrite. I mean, that's that's the word uh, that was applied. Uh, that's that's the word in Greek for actor. So it's just, it's just being, it's being fake. It's, and, and so many of us, so many of us are living that way. And every day it seems like something else happens in the world. Every day it seems like something else kind of explodes that, that demonstrates, that shows us, um, how empty so many of our words are and it's hard right living living is hard uh, being someone with integrity is it's hard it's so much easier to get angry it's so much easier to uh, to be selfish it's so much easier to take care of me and mine it is it is so much harder to live a different way. Now, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, for me, um, the way that I seek to live is, is in a way that that's, that's following Jesus. And in, in here's, here's the reality to follow Jesus is to be engaged in a way of living. I think, you know, in my tradition, uh, we we emphasize faith, the centrality of faith. Faith not works. Uh, you know, you don't you don't get to heaven by what you do. You get to heaven 
by faith and faith alone, by grace alone. And I am all in on on those realities and and on those truths, right? I have I'm what I'm about to say, you know, as I as I keep processing this and keep walk thinking about what does it mean? How do we love well? Um, you know, I don't don't think I'm I'm moving to some sort of like oh you got to earn your way to heaven thing. No, that's not that's not it. Um, but. <laughs> But our, our faith, um, our faith has to have a quality to it. There has to be something to our faith. Our faith has to match up with the way that we live. I love the fact as I go back through and I read through the, the book of Acts, or you read back through, you know, early, early church history and it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't called Christianity. It was called the way. We need to get back to some of that, don't we? We don't. Don't we need to get back to, to, um, to being a people who follow the way, who are trying to to follow after Jesus, whose lives are reflective of His, whose lives look like Jesus's life. People who are trying to live in such a way that they look different from the world around them. That they're, you know, that are, we're not, we're not in some sort of pursuit of, of power. We're not, we're not just chasing down a seat at the table, but that we are living, we are living a Jesus way, a, a way that is focused and emphasized, blah, 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 that em- I can't talk emphasizes that emphasizes self-sacrifice that emphasizes the offering of oneself for another that emphasizes a submission to one another out of love for neighbor and love for enemy there's a you know there's this great saying um by a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, uh, The Cost of Discipleship. Great book, you guys. If you haven't read it, ugh, read it and read it and be discipled by one of one of the the great Christian minds. Uh, one of the, the kind of the kind of guy who uh, who I know I I really wanna I would like to be like. This was a guy that was that was willing. Uh, to practice self-sacrifice in the ultimate kind of way. I mean, he stood up to Hitler. He stood up to National Socialism. He said no. He went against the grain of, of the church. And, and he said no. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. And in, and in the Cost of Discipleship, he talks about uh, the difference between cheap grace and costly grace. And, uh, and as I look around and as I think about the way so many of us talk about faith, not works, we are, we, we are out there selling cheap grace. Uh, and I think it's something that we got to be way more aware of, way more careful about. Um, because if we're, if, if we're not careful, 
if we don't wake up, we're going to find out that, that we, we haven't been about the kind of faith that saves us. Um, Bonhoeffer, he wrote this. He says, cheap grace is the grace we bestow on ourselves. Cheap grace is the preaching of forgiveness without requiring repentance. Baptism without church discipline. Communion without confession. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship. Grace without the cross. Grace without Jesus Christ living and incarnate. Whew. In other words, cheap grace, that is much of, of American Christianity. Um, I mean, here's the deal. Uh, without, with, without this kind of, of grace that we see in Jesus promoting, without the kind of faith that we are called to live, um, the faith, our faith becomes something without any value because it doesn't translate into anything. Uh, you know, in the, in the ancient world, um, a few years after Jesus's death, there was a conversation going on about what it meant to believe in him. You know, um, how would, how would faith look? Right, this this question about what kind of faith saves us, it's not new. This 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 discussion, this argument, this this struggle to understand, it's it's not a new thing. Um, Jesus's brother James, he wrote a letter to some churches, and uh, and these churches were filled with folks who were trying to follow Jesus, and he asked he asked a simple question. Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? Real simple question. Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? Um, and he answered his own question. Faith is dead when it doesn't result in faithful activity. Now that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Some people really don't like the way that James talks about faith. Uh, they seem to think uh, that he's saying you can earn your way to heaven, but he's not. You see, what he's doing is he's, he's pushing beyond the dualism of faith or deed. He's asking a different question. He's asking a question about the kind of faith that we have. He's asking the question of the, the quality of faith. What is What, what makes up faith? the faith? What is the substance of the faith, right? Now, I, I quoted, uh, you know, that question asked, I mean, that was, that was from James's letter uh, in chapter two, but it's, it's how Eugene Peterson translated it in the message. And I love it because it, it, I think it gives us this, this great image, you know, does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? And so many people in our world, so many people in our culture, in our society, um, you know, they talk a good faith game. But is their faith resulting in faithful activity? Is it actually changing them? Uh, in the NIV, uh, it gets translated this way. 
what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such a faith save them? Uh, you know, and, you know, it's, the answer's no. The answer's no. Um, James, James is clean, you know, he's clear, right? Like, there's, there's no doubt for James of whether or not, of whether or not faith is what saves us. It is. It absolutely is. There is no doubt in his mind. Faith is what saves us. The question that he posits is, what kind of faith? Is it a cheap faith? Or is it a costly faith? Is it a faith that demands something of us? Or is it a faith that demands nothing of us? Is it a faith that accepts us and leaves us unchanged? Or is it a faith that accepts us, but then changes us and transforms us and makes us more, more like the object of our faith or the subject of our faith? That is, that is Christ. You see, if, if the, the faith that saves is the faith that changes, it's the faith that impacts us. It's the kind of faith that doesn't leave us as we are. Right? If it doesn't translate into faithful activity, then, then it's, it's not the kind or the quality of faith that actually brings about salvation. James, James in the same letter, he says, you know, oh, you believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder, right? This, this believing that the demons do, it is, it's that cheap grace. It's that cheap belief. They believe that, you know, demons, demons don't doubt the existence of God. Demons don't doubt who Jesus was. Demons don't question whether or not Jesus rose from the dead. Are they saved? No. No. Demons, demons may have, you know, from a, from a person of faith's position, demons may have a perfect belief. They don't doubt. They don't question. They believe, but they're not saved. Why? Because the, the issue is not simply whether or not you believe. The, the question is what kind of faith? What, what kind of belief do you have? You see, the type of faith that, that we need to have, the type of faith that leaves us, leads us to a place of loving well, it's, it's a faith that, that transcends easy beliefism or just simple acknowledgement of a particular situation. We, it's easy to acknowledge that, yeah, Jesus, Jesus lived, Jesus died, Jesus rose again. I acknowledge that. Yeah, that's not faith, guys. If your faith doesn't take you on the way, if your faith doesn't change how you live, then James asks the question, is that the kind of faith that saves? Eugene uh, Peterson translates it this way. He says, do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only God? but then observe you 
Um, I can't even read my own handwriting. So I got to pull this up in the text. Oh, it's so embarrassing. All right. We'll try this again because I am goofy. Um, yeah. Wow. How about that for great podcasting, right? <laughs> uh, all right. He says, do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only God? but then observe you complacently sitting back as if you had done something wonderful. That's just great. Demons do that, but what good does it do them? Use your heads. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two and not end up with a corpse on your hands? Guys, do you want to live? Do we want life? Do we want spiritual life? Do we want, do we want that kind of eternal life that he, that, that life everlasting, that life right here, that life right now, that, that life where, where we never die. That kind of life comes from a quality of faith that happens by us living it out, by us being transformed and changed. So the question is, the question is, what is the content of your faith? Do you have a faith that leads to faithful action? Because that's the kind of faith alone. That's the kind of faith alone that the scriptures demand from us. Not easy beliefism, not something cheap but something costly that demands us to live the way. This is what it means to love well. This is the first step in that journey of, of loving well. Right? Man, don't, don't, that, that's how I want to live. And it is, uh, it is a constant, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, it's, it's a constant thing that I wrestle with is a constant question that I ask, that I keep sitting in with, that I have to sit with and I have to process. What is my faith? What is the content of my faith? Am I just talking about it? Is it empty? Or is my faith, or has my faith got something to it? Is it thick? Is it real? Is it purposeful? Is it translating into me actually changing? Into me engaging in faithful action? So, yeah. Yeah. What's the content? What's the content and quality of your faith? Until next time, love well.